69. <laughs> oh, Jello Podcast. cast. <laughs> Episode 69. I'm Brian Upshaw. That's Bobby Brown. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Happy to see you again. Are you seated comfortably? Absolutely. And with a Excellent. non-alcoholic beverage in hand. Man, I'm so proud of you again. Thank you 60 very much. Days 60 days today. 60 days as of yesterday. 61 days today. Your last stint was 80 days. Yeah. No, 90 it was 90. Yeah, it was 90 up to the day I landed in Spain. That's um and everybody should know you cannot be sober in Spain. It's it's not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. Well, man. drinking in Spain is different from drinking in America, right? It, it does it? It's water to them. It's really it, you have wine with breakfast. Like that's Well, when you get two naps a day, fuck. It's true. <laughs> right? It, I thought it was a complete and total myth, but it is absolutely true. Madrid, which is like a business capital, it is shuts down uh, between like twelve thirty and two. Just shuts down. Sort of like the myth that uh, all businesses are closed on Christmas Day in the United States. True, they're True. not. But there, it it really it, is. It is a cultural thing. That's yes, yes. When they break, they, they give a break. Nod. Yeah, and what's funny is the restaurants are uh, empty. Until that, you know, there's some people at breakfast, but then right around 1230, the restaurants just explode. Every patio is filled. Every restaurant's filled because everybody runs to lunch. Yeah. Fuck, really? Yeah. And I'm telling you. What a way to at go, lunch, man. All Fuck. you see is people drinking wine. All, every table. Every single table has a bottle of wine or glasses of wine or it's. I'm just going to tell you what I told yeah. somebody. I told somebody uh, just two days ago. I said, I hate waking up here every morning. I despise it. I absolutely hate it. I why? hate it. Because why? I just, I understand it. Okay, we do not get political on the Jello Potting Cast, but I think it is fair. I think everybody knows I am a very free market capitalist. Yeah. Uh, but what? What are the pleasures in life we give up for for the strive to keep that eight to nine hour day completely focused every day? What do we give up by not spending time with friends for two and a half hours in the middle of the day? Yeah, break Dude, it up. If I had Shit. two and a half hours, I'd freaking have lunch with you and drink wine. Shit, if I could take a break during the day and come back to what I was doing, I'd probably have a better attitude about it. And I would even be willing to work later. 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 There's, um, I know Fuck, a shop. I take naps because I'm a salesman and I work for my home office. What do you yes. think I do? I get up in the morning, do a bunch of shit, work hard, 10 o'clock, nap, 11.30, start again. I want to throw really, this. It's a natural circadian this, rhythm for a human. I throw this orange juice in your face right now. Um, I know a shop. I know a shop that keeps um, that keeps European hours. It, they, they work pretty closely with my shop. Is that right? They don't. They don't open till ten, and then they close down from one to two thirty. Done. And they close. They lock their doors. They are. They are not to be disturbed. They will not answer the phone. They are not answering the door. They are done for that hour and a half. 
But then they work. Does everybody go home or they, they stick work around? Until seven. I don't know because I I can't. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you think about it, with that does kind it of say that lunch, on their voicemail response? If yes, you it were does. to call in, yes, it does. It says we are closed <gasps> for lunch. Fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your customers will adjust. I, I worked for a shop one time, uh, Advanced Automotive. They're very advanced. They are. They're so advanced. That they said, "All right, we're going to try opening on Saturdays for a while." You know what they did? They didn't get any more money. Their customers that came to them during the week started coming to them on the Saturdays. Right. They closed back down on Saturdays. Their customers they didn't lose any of their. Right. They can't. Right. So people will adjust. Yeah, it's it's if you have a great service, if you yeah. if you have a good good enough service. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I would work for a shop that was open on Saturdays. Oh, I don't think kiss I would. my fucking ass. Yeah, Th- those those shops where they say, "All right, you get two days off like everybody else. Uh, you have a Wednesday and a Sunday off." I've done that. Kiss my fucking ass. I worked I worked for a place for a while where I worked every other Saturday, um, but the. The weeks you dread you it, didn't don't work. you? Didn't you? Well, the work you the weeks you worked on Saturdays, you'd get a middle of the day week off, like a Wednesday or Thursday. All right, fine. Do some it's, rat killing, whatever. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay, but there is just something about having the full forty eight hours or however oh, long man. that is from Friday to Monday morning. Yeah, that uh, that really helps your uh, equilibrium. It truly does. It helps you completely decompress. Decompress. And you know what's even worse? I decompress. went. I went into work today. I went into work and I helped set up for this party we're having, and yeah. I was there for four hours. But you know what? Nobody asked me to do it. I completely volunteered. In fact, I yesterday I just said I'll, I'll be here. I'll come help. And I don't even feel like I was at work. So, for people that don't know what you do, you work for a really high end shop called More Speed. Right. They do right. race cars. We we do yes. Lamborghini, like the shit that you name a. F- uh, F forty. What? Yeah, name, exactly. It, Lamborghini, you, Ferrari, y'all Bentley, haven't had Maserati. In yeah, we have Morgans. Uh, we we're working on a Morgan Arrow eight, which is like imported for Europe, from Europe. I mean, we have we work on the highest of the high end yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Um, and from restoration to race to ready, race ready to race prep to race coaching uh, to uh, uh, tuning and modification. I mean, we do. Yeah. yeah, we 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 do it all. I've been in there. You toured me around there. Beautiful Some shop. of the coolest motherfucking cars I've ever seen. Like, oh, I had a wow. Well, our old bartender uh, came in today so I could help him out just for about yeah. 30 minutes with his car. Yeah. And you should have seen him walking around the was shop. He mouth agape. It was almost like that New York thing where nobody, where you can tell a tourist because they're constantly looking up. You know, instead yeah, he was just yeah. constantly looking at the cars. He wasn't even looking where he was walking, walking. You know, it was great. It yeah, was great. Uh, Logan, your son worked there during the summer. Yeah, five, almost. I think five years he worked there. What a cool summer. job! Yeah, it was. It was very cool. It really, I think, it uh, helped impress his friends, and it definitely gave him a taste for you know for cars. Yeah, which I hate. You already know I hate that. I don't <laughs> like that. I hate that. I absolutely despise it. I did my best to try to not get him involved in that situation. You know, as far as cars go. Yeah, but sure. He loves automobiles. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. This one guy uh, I worked with when I worked for AC Delco, they do aftermarket parts for right. cars, and he was a mechanic before, then became a salesman and a uh, you know a, a rep for the manufacturer because he had the skill set of the installer. But also a salesman. Anyway, he said he was out there working. That's on a good thing, by yeah, the way. Right. That combination of because you realize the real world application. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, he said, I, I liked the discovery of learning how to fix a thing. He goes, but the next time that thing came in, I've already done it once. I don't want to do it. It's just a fucking job. But he said that, um, to your point about Logan, he, he had one of those diagnostic tools plugged into a car and it was pulling up codes and his son came out there like, hey, what are you doing, dad? He goes, go, go, go away, inside. go away, go away. <laughs> just go away. Yeah, I, I don't know what, I, I don't. Automotive industry. I did my best to make it totally uncool and seem totally horrible and yet he just absolutely fell head over heels in love with it. Well, uh, it's it's still work. It's still work. If you have a work good work regardless. ethic, you can make money at it. It is. Just like it, you do, it is, sir. It is work. Tip of the hat to you. Thank you. Thank you. Tip of the hat to you. Shit. Thank you. We both have badass jobs right now. Yeah. What's uh, up with that? Right up top. Oh, yeah. I sell chemicals now. Good. Yep. Here's Here's what you need to know. Every bit of water that you drink has been treated with the chemicals that I sell. So you're welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm keeping thank you, you safe. Mm, mm, yummy. That chemically taste. Oh, hydrochloric acid, caustic <laughs> soda, sulfuric acid, bisulfuric. I don't even know what I'm selling. If, Fuck if, it. if somebody ends up turning somebody into a superhero from drinking water, it's going to be because of your chemicals. It, Congratulations. If, if somebody has a checkbook, I'll sell them condoms. <laughs> I don't care. So tonight on the episode 69, by the way, this is really uh, episode 69 parenthetical. I, w- I would say 69, uh, what is it? What would we call it? 69.1? Like, you know, uh, just, a reprise. Or, yeah, absolutely. We, we get a mulligan on that Ooh, one. Boy, we tried it and uh, had a couple guests. Uh, Miss Alexis we was did. on. She mm-hmm. did great. I didn't have the uh, equipment really set up. Uh, Miss Mandy was here. Could not. Could, she wanted to be a part of it so much. Uh, I should have planned for that. And then I had a few too many drinks before we did. So I, fu- Bob, I fucked and, up the computer parts so much, man. So and God I was much. so I'm sorry about that. I was angry at the world. I wanted to kill everybody. I was in the in, room uh, in the world. Like in oh, the world. not just us. I think because we were all bothering you. I think my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's legit. I think my first words to you when I walked in the door were, "My fuse is about this fucking oh, long right now." I didn't Remember even that? Pay attention to that? Yeah, and it, I thought it, you were like, bullshitting. It, you can't see this, but I've my it's, it's pretty short. Yeah, my index and my thumb are like right next to each other. <laughs> um, you know, because I was I was working on just a little bit over. 30 days sobriety, and I could not uh, stand. Andy yeah, Juan when you break a habit, all. you know, um, which. I don't know. I'm just real proud of you. Thank you. Thank and you very I'm much. I'm not real proud of that last 69 episode, so that's why I re- erased all that shit, and here we are. I am so glad. I can't even believe you didn't listen to it, which I'm very, very happy no, about. No, you know, it's funny. I texted you, hey, uh, uh, man, I, I'm real sorry about that. You know, uh, I don't know if I want to. You go, I'd like to just take a, didn't you say, I'd just like to take a mulligan on it? Uh, yeah, so I'd like to take factors. a mulligan. No, we should take a mulligan because it was it was there were so many factors that led to the downfall of that podcast. Well, and I could tell immediately, immediately that it wasn't going to go immediately. Good. Yeah, immediately, it, I could tell it was tanking. You know, <laughs> I know, me too. So let's uh, okay. First of all, Twitter is at Jello Podcast. There okay. we go. And I am um, at uh, your uh, ex boyfriend. Your ex-boyfriend. Your ex-boyfriend. Man, Twitter's <laughs> been so fun lately. I would, uh, before we get too started, I do want yeah. to send a shout out to a, a podcast okay. that I think people should be listening to. Ooh, I like okay. this. It's called uh, Hidden Mickeys. Okay, Hidden and, Mickeys. Yeah, Hidden Mickeys, and it's How, these 
two fantastic women. Okay, first of all, how did I learn about it? Yep. Um, uh, I am uh, Snapchat friends. No bull. I'm Snapchat and Twitter friends with this girl, Lindsay. We've never met in person. We only talk on the Twitter, and she is hilarious. She's adorable. She's so adorable. Mm-hmm. And she is obsessed. You know her Twitter handle off uh, what is top it? your head? Um, I do not. Sh- oh, I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah, I will. Um, but she's obsessed with Disney. She's obsessed. She goes to Disneyland or Disney World or whatever all the damn time. How she has the money to do this, I do not know. But but she she kicked me off to this podcast called Hidden Mickey's that is okay. about the most vulgar. It's about all. It's like, how can I explain? It's about everything Disney that is um, alternative. The vulgar, whether deaths have happened at Disney, whether the Illuminati, uh, what the Illuminati symbols, uh, ghosts in Disney, whether there is a there's um, a lot of meat on the bone. Whether there. there is a dimensional hole or wormhole somewhere in Disney uh, Disneyland, it's it's the coolest podcast, and okay. the two ladies okay. who do it are fantastic. Can and you find it on iTunes or all? All. So iTunes, any Stitcher, Stitcher everything. Uh, yeah, podcast addict, whatever absolutely. you like. They're they are all over the place, and they're okay, cool. fantastic. And, and how hilarious. long are their uh, segments or uh, their, uh, what, deposits, the, whatever? The, the entire podcast is generally, I think, a little bit, about an hour, a little okay. over an hour. So it's an easy listen. Cool. Yeah, I would like listen. to check that out. Please check it out. Let's keep ours under an hour tonight. I got shit to do, bro. You have shit to do. You, you have, have a party to, to go to. Also, so many things to do. I'm okay, so excited. Okay, movies <laughs> you've got that you've just seen. I like that. I do. I um, do. I, I, we, I know the Grammys were a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I just want to kind of glance off of it. Okay. All right. Um, it's real easy to hate on stuff. I thought Bruno Mars deserved everything he got. You hate him. Fuck off. He is the new prince. I blame Morris Day for the reason that he's there. No, no, no. You cannot, you cannot say, you cannot, that. What? Okay. uh, I I think, I I think there are certain people there are just not nexts of, there are just, there are them. Prime example. What do you mean? Like David Bowie. Like there is a David Bowie. There will never be a next David Bowie. There is a, um. uh, They broke the mold. Okay. Yeah. First of all, Bruno Mars is way too safe, way too. I, oh, I want to say something so bad. I want to say, say I'm gonna say, it. I'm going to say it. Uh, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of... If Morris Day and Prince fucked, you get that. No, he he reminds me of um, uh, like the Pat Boone to Elvis. You know what I mean? He's like the safe. He's like, he's the safe smiley mm, one so that they don't, so that like you don't have to worry about your parents, li- you know, your parents walking in on you listening to him. I can't stand him. I cannot stand him. Oh, you want... You want Bruno Mars to be edgier? Do you know what you're saying? Shut up. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, look at that picture. That's a jackass and a pony. Is that? Is and that's that, my brother Chris. Is that? Is that who that is? Your All brother? Right, so I like your brother a lot. He's awesome. Now that you've done the majority of the hating here, this will be a lot easier. So I have two problems with the Grammys. One, they're trying to appeal to everyone. Stop it! Stop it! Okay. So they bring out Tony Bennett, which didn't they already do that the first time with no, Lady Gaga? They did, and she loves him. Like she, like right. they're I don't and know. And that was what five, ten years ago. Yes, yes. Okay, and she's almost done too. Anyway, they bring him out again with John Legend. With John Legend, yes. 
talking about because the Grammys were in the in New York for the first time in like twenty five years. Yeah, it's always been, been in L.A. Right. right. Uh, who the fuck came up with this? Just listen to this segment. It's it's really short. It's only fifty seconds. All right. Tony Bennett won his first Grammy Award 56 years ago in 1962. I'm going to check that math. So what an honor to be standing here with you, sir, at the 60th Grammy Awards. He did not write New York, New York. Okay. But he is a New York staple. I would guess that would be the excuse that he's like a New York staple. I mean, he's a true New Yorker. He was born there, raised there, never left there. Oh, you know, okay. I think I, I that's couldn't even the draw staple. a dotted line to this. Oh, earlier. you couldn't. Okay, yeah. No, I think okay. that's the. Right. Yeah, I think Especially that's it. Especially in New York, New York. I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> that's like if your. That's like your uncle. <laughs> your drunk there, uncle. I'll make it anywhere. It's well, he can croon. Now, I, I will say this. Their, from their New voices York. together sounded pretty goddamn good. You're right. Let's be honest. They harmonized just about as good as you could, even though I hate John Legend. Kamel right? Nanjani said that people that live in New York City say New York City 25 times that. a day. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Um, they, okay. they harmonized well, I'm fantastically okay with this now. together. You, you fantastically. Me and what is up? Tony Bennett's voice still, still. Still to this day is fucking goddamn good. It's good. That's Honey Jack Daniels. That's it is Honey. Yeah. (laughs) The second part. um, Does he heat it up first? I'm going to keep us on track here. Um, I just don't understand why every performance has to be some anthemic thing that changes. (sighs) Just relax, people. So Kesha comes out. I don't. I still don't know how come. There's room for her. Whatever. She comes out and does this song praying. It is four minutes and 48 seconds long. I'm going to jump ahead here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In fact, I'm going to jump to the last. We are in the, um, I believe we are in the age of pedantic expression. We're in the age where everybody wants. Perfect. Everybody believes they have a struggle they're overcoming or a struggle they are representing in order and especially music artists and it's it's become it's 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 become ridiculous uh, now don't get me wrong we you know why Kesha's on here is because the dr luke thing is because the rape because he said she was as big as a refrigerator that's what i keep getting hung up on that poor girl she has no ass either um but that's the the whole reason why she sang the song why she's on the grammys is because this is her big comeback after overcoming the dr luke um saga <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something really bad. Do you know the singer from I'll, Hootie I'm and the Blowfish? Yeah, Hootie. Hootie's comeback was bigger than this. <laughs> you know how hard it is to be a black artist in in country in music. Country music. <laughs> just listen. Just, okay. Oh, 
Is that an eyeball tattoo on her hand? Her voice is not good. My refrigerator sang to me today and it sounded better than that. Her, her voice is not good. And I'm telling you this, she is a... She's she like is, Jessica Simpson voice. It's just a oh, mid-range... Mid-range, yeah. Loud. Very good. I love and her hair, though. Jessica Simpson's good looking, so... She look good right now. Polyphonic crap. <laughs> Did the poly- this hug, this oh, group God hug. Damn it! <laughs> Everybody on that Why? stage made Why? stage made Why? over twenty five dollars. Okay, uh, she, she's her comeback is gonna be horrible. It's not gonna happen. Nobody likes her that much. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna She'll say get it. Get eclipsed by it. She's just little she's, Uzi Vert. She's probably. not that good of an artist. She's truly not that good of an artist. Well, it's easy for us to hate. Uh, we normally like to prop people up. Do you have some music that you'd like to I uh, do. showcase? And I then do. after that, I want to. Well, let's take a break while we hear this. Okay. So and then tell me what movies you just saw. Oh, I'm excited. All right, so you have to bear with me on this song. Okay, this is what you have to bear with me. The so, reason I have to bear with you is because I don't get to pause it. <laughs> so this is a song by John Lennon. And um, uh, I, I've known this song for a while. And, and if anybody knows the song, please, you're, you know you already like it. This is a John Lennon diss track against Paul McCartney. And <laughs> before that was a thing. Before that's a thing. And it's called, it's called How Do You Sleep? And it's fucking fantastic. And it's him completely calling out Paul McCartney. Listen to the words because they're fucking brutal. It's a savage ass song. All right. How long will it take to get to the meat of what he's being mean? Quickly. There are a lot of verses. You know, John, he loved those damn verses. Look, Chuck Berry liked pee, but we didn't hear about that until <laughs> wait later. Speaking of which, real quick. Yeah, let's man. interject that the Grammys did yes, thank a you. segment to I... a rock and roll artist who... Kept videotapes of himself peeing on people. And it, by the way, not R. Kelly, Chuck Berry, in case you haven't heard the episode we did on R. Chuck like, Berry. Man, I pee 55. <laughs> R. Kelly's like, well, at least I know bullshit, at least I know they're gonna do tribute to me whenever this, you know, whenever I die, you know? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, and how weird is it that your son is in the audience? And I just kept thinking, his son knows. That he kept videotapes of him peeing on his mom. Like, how weird is that? Whoa. Yes. 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 Hey, Marvin Gaye's dad was a cross-dresser. I didn't know that till yesterday. How weird is that? Are you Hit p- me. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Chew on that, asshole. Uh, be right back.
Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some good shit talking. Uh, stats as provided by Playboy, Ooh. then movies Ooh. you've seen. Oh, sounds good. Because the Oscars are coming up Sunday they, night. They are. Oscar season is over. <laughs> Ooh, that was such a hard Oscar season. You better watch Sunday night. So we'll have my stuff Twitter to talk below, about. Dude, I, I literally break my Twitter. I, that's, I break my Twitter anytime there's an award show on. You know what I don't, and I'm really not looking forward to, I just hate the... They always meander into the politics it's, of it's it. It's all going to be politics. It's so... It is. Look, it is. nobody likes Trump. Fine. Start with that. All right, we don't like Trump. Haha. Okay. I've said this a million times about movies. All I want is for you to take my mind off, off of my, my life. Daily I motherfucking just, just do, grind. Just do that. Just do take that. Me away. I don't need I don't need a bunch of pomp and circumstance. I just want just dance, monkeys. Just dance for me and when make Sean me cry. Penn, uh, and Obama got elected. Uh, Sean Penn comes out. He is an elegant man. Oh and our world is changing. Fine. Save it. Uh, okay. Stats as provided by Playboy. Happily divided. What percentage, Bob, would you guess, of Americans aged 34 to 54 have never been wed? What percentage of Americans 34 to 54 have never, never been, been wed? wed. Yeah. Never been wed. Never once. I'm going to go with uh, 30%. 34%. Hey. Well done, sir. Thank you. Thank uh, you. What percentage of singles 55 and over are no longer married and never want to be again? I'm going to go with a high 70, lower 50. 30%. Oh, still kind of, kind of similar. Okay. What percentage of millennials who are in relationships secretly spy on their partner's text messages uh i'm gonna go with a cool 40 one quarter yeah oh just 25 percent. that's a lie i, I think that's so a too. fucking lie that's a total lie if she leaves the room if i was a millennial yeah yeah and no. i know the well, past there's so many outside influences <laughs> now there's so many i mean literally yeah a woman probably opens uh, Tumblr and it's just like dildos being thrown at her face. Yeah. Like, just like dicks. Yep. Just dicks all over the place. Just Well, you know, I guess there's really no difference if they're conditioned to it. They just have to fend off more shit now. Than yeah. If she gets drunk, I'm going to take her thumb. I'm going to put it on her phone. I'm going to open that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 with a razor, you're gonna slice off just a little layer of her uh, of her skin and use no, it to like weird. lay it over no, the no. over the pat. No, what? No, is that that take it too far? I always take it too far. I was surprised you didn't say hit her in the face with a shovel. Then take use it a little it. too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you've seen a couple movies that you seem like. Yeah, they affected you, or yeah, they, um, why? Why? So, um, saw a movie last night, and then I finished a second one this morning. All right, the the one I saw last night was Ingrid Goes West. Have you heard of this? Of course not. Okay, you know so, I don't know shit. So, uh, it has one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite actresses in it. Not because she's good, because she's a horrible actress. Um, because she's super awesome to look at, which is Aubrey Plaza. And okay. she plays a girl who is obsessed with social media, especially Instagram. 
And in the, this day and age, yeah. The people on Instagram, and she tries Aubrey who? Aubrey Plaza. Okay, go on. And she, uh, go on. Tries she basically single white females an internet celebrity, an Instagram celebrity, in order to, uh, to befriend her, and then get into her life. It's a fucking. It's, she did it's like Olivia weird, Munn, by the way. It's a weird. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. It's a weird. It's a very weird movie. It's a Does very. Does she get very, busted for it? Yes. Or, uh, oh, I just well the end, but nobody's probably going to see it. It was a very. But I'll tell you who's in it is Ice Cube's son is in it, and plays not really her love interest, but like he kind of gets tangled in the situation with her, mm-hmm. yeah. and he almost steals that damn show. He really? is really man. He's Surprise. a good actor. He's a good actor, man. He's really good at what he does. He plays. He play basically plays a black nerd. He's a nerdy guy who's into Batman. He's just a black dude who likes Batman and smokes weed. And he's really good. He's very, very good. Like a but lazy he, Donald Glover. I could see that. <laughs> could you get much more lazy than Donald Glover? What is but that? He, he's, he's, Somebody he's, with so much time. It was creepy. It was very so it, creepy. And all it, right. And it ended in a very odd clockwork orange ending way. I have a question. Yes. Did... Were you satiated? I mean, in other words, did it return to stable situation or did it not finish the story? No, it, well, okay, uh, it returns. It, for a second, you think things have resolved themselves in a Mm -hmm. very, in a very nice way. But in a second, that ending turns to where you see still the obsessiveness in the main oh, character. Does it, uh, one of those things where you go back and you could almost rewatch the movie through a different lens thing? No. Uh, no, no. She is fucking crazy. She's fucking crazy and she's but creepy. But it just adds another punch. Punch at the okay, very okay, end okay, where you're okay. like, oh shit. They, nobody learned Not their like, lesson. No, man. Nobody, yeah, fuck. exactly. Nobody learned their damn lesson. <laughs> nobody learned their damn <laughs> like lesson. The movie kids. Oh, you know? Man, oh, yeah, really? exactly. Stupid motherfucker. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that movie was called what again? Uh, Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid Goes West. West now with Aubrey Plaza. The movie I started last night. She looked like Olivia Munn. I'm telling you. Good looking. She's looking. There's some. Videos. She's from uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Five foot six. Her partner, not married, uh, Jeff Baina, has two siblings, Natalie Plaza and Renee Plaza. Parents, Bernadette and Dave. And I think she's part Puerto Rican. I think if I'm right, because I think she speaks. I think she either speaks Spanish or Cuban or. Guatemalan or something. She some. She was in Parks of, and Recreation. She was in Parks and Rec. Yeah, she was, which is a great show, by the way. And I think everybody already knows that it's, it's, it was a hilarious show. Currently stars as Lenny Busker in the FX series Legion. Yes, and she's a creepy ass insane asylum. Maybe part of somebody's head. Like she's almost plays like a like a Tyler Durden Fight Club in your head kind of person. It's really neat. Hmm. She she's really good. She's really good at playing creepy. She is very good at playing creepy. Now, cool. I want to talk about the second movie. It's called Colossal. Okay. It's called Colossal. It has in Anne, theaters now or um, something you It's on Hulu. Both of these are on Hulu by the way. Okay. Um it is Hulu uh bankrolled them or they No, it was a it was a it was a major movie picture and now it's major motion picture and now it's on Hulu. Okay. Um it has Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis, Sudakis. I like him. Sudeikis. 
Okay, so Colossal. I'm just going to tell you kind of the beginning of the plot. Being a plot starts 25 years ago in Seoul, Korea, when a very large monster, like a Godzilla-like monster, attacks Seoul, Korea. Okay? Hey, hey. Then it fast-forwards 25 years, but it's a completely unrelated story about a woman in New York, played by Anne Hathaway, whose life is an alcoholic mess. You see her show up at her boyfriend's apartment, like at like nine in the morning, she has no job. Plowed. Plowed. Just uh, just a mess. And he kicks her out. So she ends up going back to her hometown to live in her parents' old house. Of which. She is heat. Oh, yeah, she is. Yes, she is. So she goes back to her parents' house. He's a good looking son of a bitch, also, by the way. So let's. Oh, so Jason Degas? Degas. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's married to. Um, Olivia Munn. It is Olivia Munn, isn't it? It is. See how? See see what I did there. All the way around, just full circle, right around. Completely unintentional. And they're both from Detroit. Um, No, they're not. But I had to mention (laughs) it. (laughs) So, uh, so uh, they go out drinking. Well, he owns a bar, so they get drunk until we in the morning hours, and she. So they get blackout drunk. Um, she wakes up the next morning. Miraculously, 25 years later, that monster has shown up in Seoul, Korea again and destroyed Korea. Wow. Uh, well, at one point in the movie, she finds out that she is influencing the movements of this large monster that has appeared. Hmm. And it goes fucking crazy from there. I mean, it goes super crazy. Okay. It goes like this crazy. It's such a multi-layered movie. It's got so many different weird layers to it. A lot of surprises. I like that. A ton of surprises to it. I like that. A ton of surprises. And it's, uh, I say it's a watch. Watch it. Watch it. Okay. Absolutely watch it. Colossal. It's a trip. It's it's almost like it combines like a Godzilla movie and like a rom-com and a superhero movie all in this big weird thing, man. It's so crazy. It is very, very, very crazy. I like that. And um, it's one of those movies where when it stops, when it stopped, I just went, that movie is fucking nuts. That like, movie was did, fucking nuts. Like that you had to stop and nuts. like take yeah, stock. Yeah, like. I stood up and went, "Oh, that movie is fucking crazy, man." Yeah, yeah, but it is a neat, neat. Sounds neat like movie. the story is bigger than Anne Hathaway and uh, what? I mean, you know what I mean? Like yes. when you were done with that movie, you, you you were thinking more about the story than their performance. Than their performance, absolutely. Yeah, the story was very, very yeah. well written and odd, just oddly, oddly written. Just okay. Odd, 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 man. But you know what it does? It also does this. It has a very, um, very accurate portrayal of forty-year-olds running. Like, what is like if me and you were in danger right now, and or if me and you had to run four blocks real quick because we knew somebody four blocks away that was in danger. Uh Do you know what we would look like after those four blocks? We would suck. We would suck. We (sighs) look. You said to me one time. I have no fight or flight. 
I only have fight. And here's why. I only have fight. And in this situation, <laughs> only fight because I don't want to run. No. I'll just fight till I die. Just do it. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm going down. I'm just going down because I'm not going to run. I, I, I'm not pulling a hamstring and laying there yeah. until something runs me over. I'll just run, fight. Running will just make me die tired. Like, that's all running will do. To, oh, you know, yeah. so. Ow, ow, ooh, ow. <laughs> Um, but I, I want to bring up, uh, yeah, go ahead. I want to bring up something. So I started watching super bad again today. Okay. Um, by the way, the movie's still effing hilarious. It is still very, very funny, Yep. but there is, I just want to say this out loud that there is no fucking way that Emma Stone would ever be interested in fucking Jonah Hill ever in a million fucking years. That is the worst plot that's the worst like biggest plot hole i think i've ever seen in my life i will believe superman can fly in a movie faster than i will believe that emma stone would ever pine or be interested in fucking jonah hill ever ever in any universe ever that was ever created through string theory anything that reality does not exist out there had to get that off my chest she's a huge dork She's fucking crazy good looking. Crazy good looking. Heat. Pure heat. So good looking. So good looking. And she's super thin now, though. That's a weird thing. Like, she's tiny. She's t- and I don't, I don't hold La La Land against her. Yeah, yeah, it's a buck. You got to make a buck. Right? I mean. What? Yeah, La La Land was sucky. That was a stupid oh. movie. Oh, I, I, those are one of those films where I know you'll watch it and, and then you will. I don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to because I'll just tell you about it. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, what else you got right. there on your tablet? We got to wrap this up because oh, we got stuff yeah, going you, on. You got, you got shit to do. Oh, oh, one last thing. Um, yeah. Walking Dead has jumped the shark. I think I am going to stop watching. So where so. are they? I are they even giving any hints or cues that it it's almost over or there's a return to that stable situation? Carl, Carl just died, so they just killed Carl off in this very first, which is the son. They just killed him off in this first episode coming into the season. Mm. It's And it was a long, stupid, drawn-out episode that was weak and just come on. They say they it was the lowest, lowest seen episode of the entire Walking Dead. By the way, that makes me wonder, when they tabulate that stuff, do they tabulate also, like, when people, people um, you know, you hit uh, well, record you, and stuff? Uh, or do or, they, do or they count Nielsen, if you're watching your iPad yeah, or whatever? It makes me I wonder. don't know anymore. I really don't know. I got to be honest with you. I, I really have no idea. I, I don't know how. Because, well, you know, but, back to the Grammys, this Grammys was the lowest seen Grammys ever. I mean, but somebody could have told I me it was the iPad. most watched. I watch an iPad. So how do they know I'm watching? I know the Olympics was the least watched in a long time. But most people were watching on their computers. Yeah, because we have 50 different ways of right, watching shit. I right. Could, I could, if you decided to put this conversation on, what's that app on the phone? Stitcher. Yeah, you could put that. I could watch you talk to me right now. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's too many. There's too many variables now to believe that things are the lowest watch or the highest yeah. watched or whatever because we can watch it on so many damn modes. Well, and now. we've talked about this before. The way they tabulate, remember, for years and years they go, oh, uh, fucking Titanic. Nobody's watched 
it, it, no movie has done better. And right. then Frozen came out. Right. And then all of a sudden, Black Panther. in the last five years, I think they start counting other markets and European markets and all that. Well, I think they've always counted international markets. But well, uh, but, but why do they say now a fucking 80 million more people watch this movie? Yeah, how is that possible? Is I don't, I don't think the population is growing that fast, but but fast. But I think that it could be that maybe re- more markets people, that are reporting in. It also could be that more markets are starting to get the technology to watch things Third across different platforms. Like exactly, like now Ghana can watch you know, Frozen, you know, or something like that. Like people in, you know, people mm-hmm. in the Ukraine can now watch Black Panther or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so I think yeah. there are more markets with modern technology in which can can watch these things now. Um, I don't need to watch Black Panther. Here's why. Because I'm going to see it. You're going to see you it. About. A couple of friends of mine have seen it. And uh, I saw this Lexus commercial the other day. I it's hate pretty much that it. commercial. Why? Why? It's a stupid commercial. I, I'm, I'm just, you know me. I just don't like cross promotion. I, I don't like it because that guy gets out of the car. He's got this Hermes scarf, Hermes scarf, whatever. <laughs> it's Hermes. Draped over his sh- shoulder. Yeah. Full suit. And then a, a s- what? <laughs> he's, uh, he's James Earl Jones from Coming to America. A, Michael Mark Montgomery thinks that he's got a lion's gay. head. He's got a lion's head on his shoulder <laughs> <laughs> with some fucking diamond eyes. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, you want to try one more segment, or do we need to rush? I think we may need to rush. Let's take Man, a look. I've got Where to take at? a shower. Oh yeah, we got to get you out of here. We're gonna end this quick, don't we? Wow, this was a quick one. Where did we go? Oh, not bad. Forty-two minutes. One more segment. No, let's get you in the shower. Okay, let's get you in the shower. Guys, you if, you only knew, if you only knew, uh, if you only knew, if you only knew. Hey, you got some music to take us out? I do. Uh, sure. Why not? Um, so I, I have something that I found, but if you have something, hit me up. Do you? Okay. So cool. Ready? What do you, what do you I got? have a huge crush on this lady, so I'm just going to go ahead and play it because I like it so much. Oh, so I like great. that. Uh, do you have anything to say before? We um, absolutely, I do. I would really like it if my son stops costing me so much money. That would be nice. <laughs> Bobby Brown, you just made my day, man. I'm happy to see you again. I'm um, glad, big man. Episode 69 in, in the, the can. can. I don't think much ep- uh, editing has is. to do this one. We did it pretty well. Look at us. <laughs> okay. Love you, buddy. Love you, big man.
say I'm in the mood for a little bit more yeah. I mean, I'm saying what kind of these is two days I need me least by four of them